Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Callie admits that at work and at the doctor's office on Friday, she was the stinky kid in class. What do you consider torture? What customer service related failure is so significant that you consider it torture? Callie and I share ours and We've discovered sleeping subcultures, people who just do weird things at night, but we've been made aware of so many of these people. Maybe it's normal. Maybe we are the weird ones and we've just been sleeping wrong our entire life. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, November 4th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the Publix Bakery. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that it's Friday. Just a... um, Thought a thing about the public space, something to consider that I, we need to remember for for birthday cakes going forward. The bright, the powerful frostings stay on your teeth. They do, um, but I think that's good because that means that we're not like chugging cake every time we walk by it. Because we don't want to be called out by the other one, the leftovers. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. That's actually, actually, you know what? I take it back. It's actually brilliant. Because I still have, I, I just pulled off a little piece of the cake when I walked by earlier. The tip of my finger is blue. Yeah, it's telling on you. The yeah. cake is telling on you. So if you if you don't want to snack on the leftover cake sitting on your counter, as red as you can get it, as purple as you can get it, just ask them to throw all the dye in it. Make it gross. On a scale of one to ten, Jeff Dollar, how are you doing? I am a nine. You gonna elaborate on that? What's oh, going on? <laughs> uh, nothing. I just I, I feel that this week was so cool. Why? Just in order. Uh, Monday was, or I'm sorry, Sunday was Ellie's first Halloween experience. We did a trunk or treat, so that it was really neat watching her. It got moved inside because of the rain. And I feel like we have to explain because some people don't know what trunk or treat is. I think most people do. Uh, I got a couple messages. Oh, trunk or treat is where you cars line up and you trick or treat out at the back of your car. But people get can get really elaborate with it. Like I was seeing decor- some stuff on TikTok of like people. Oh, no, it wasn't TikTok. It was Instagram on the carpools Instagram because they had like a trunk or treat contest and people were sending it. In. People are so creative. Like one they person de- that they submitted. They decorate the back of their car. Like they put their you car. You open your trunk. In costume. And they put their car in costume and then they dress up. One that Kelly and Liz posted on the carpool Instagram was a family who made the back of their car a target. Yeah. Like they built a whole thing. Anyways, it's it's really cool for people to get really into it. We're not that crafty, so we'll probably not be those people, but um, super cool. So uh, the trunk or treat that we were going to go to was supposed to be outside, 
It got moved inside, so it was just in the, um, what's it called, the community room of a church or something. Mm -hmm. So there were tables all around the edge. It was crowded. It was loud. And it was so neat watching Ellie just walk in there and, and take the first like little while to process everything. And then once she figured it out, once she walked herself up to the table and realized that people were just going to give her things. It was so, it was neat watching her discover that. Mm -hmm. Then Monday was Halloween and I don't know that I've ever seen Callie more excited. So that was great. Uh, Wednesday was Ellie's birthday and we went to the zoo and Ellie was as excited at the zoo as Callie was trick-or-treating on Monday night. Mm -hmm. So so that was neat. And yesterday was was just a I don't know how productive I was, but I was just really focused. Like I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, here's what's gotta happen, here's what's gotta happen, here's what's gotta happen, here's what's gotta happen. And I just banged all that stuff out. And that felt good. And today is Friday. So that puts me at a nine. I am an eight, um, since you asked. I, Sorry. <laughs> I am an eight. I am pretty good. I mean, this week definitely did not disappoint. Like I knew it was going to be a great week. I feel like it's been a great week. I am in the final design process for the gratitude journals, which gives me a little bit of anxiety because I am someone that could love 58 designs of the gratitude journal. I'm also someone that could love, you know what I mean? I get stuck on little things like, oh, should we do it this way? Should we do it this way? Should we do it this way? So I have like decision, indecisive. Decision fatigue? Yeah, with anything creative. I mean, I was the same way with my wedding dress. Like I loved my wedding dress, but I could love, there's not one wedding dress I could love. I could love 50 of them. So at yeah. some point I just have to make a decision. And um, so I'm kind of like stalling. I have like a couple more hours before my deadline of getting the artwork in. And I'm just like, but the good news is it's really pretty though. You just do, you can just do it next year. I know Whatever you don't do this year. You do next year. I know. I know. And this shouldn't take me as many weeks as it takes me to get the artwork together. But I, yeah, not next year is going to be the year that this is done in August. I'm actually, as soon as we finish this year, I'm going to, um, put in my calendar for February to talk to the designer. You said that last year. I and did. you said that the year before. But this year, isn't my word of the year organized? I, don't I think my word of the remember. year is organized. I've been organized on getting organized in so many things in my life. Like our calendar, we're both actively working on getting it more organized and streamlined. Uh -huh. So you know what? Next year, it's going to happen. Next February, I'm going to start our gratitude journals. So they will be done. And then you know what? I may even have them printed next summer. So I can't think about it anymore because okay. it's done because that's what I do. I used to do this with my high school papers. Like I could never do. It used to irritate my mom so much because I would put writing papers off uh -huh. and, and essays and stuff like that until the last minute. If I s did it too far beforehand, it would be like my worst work. I do better work when I'm up against a deadline. Are, is that true? Yes. Or is, are you sure? Is there a study? Because I am also one of those people who say I do better work at the end of it, at the end of a deadline. I'm, we've taught, we've talked about this actually with one of our um, podcast hosts that you have said they are a person that needs a deadline 
If you give them a deadline, they'll wait to the last minute, but they'll do it and it'll be excellent. Mm -hmm. If if the deadline's too vague, they're going to do it three days in advance and they're going to overthink it. No, it's it's totally a thing. When you know you have time to make changes for some people, that's really, really hard. And is, is, that me, a, is there a scientific, I'm sure there's a scientific study on that. Um, there must be. I got up yesterday morning and I have a pile, like I wash all my Rothy's at the same time, you know, like I talk about on the commercials and stuff like that, they're machine washable. Usually I do them all at once. Cause for whatever reason, that just makes sense in my head. So I wear them and then I rotate and then I wash them all at the same time. Well, I have a pile in my closet of Rothy's that are like ready to be washed getting dressed yesterday morning. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to wear heels to work. I want to wear this pair of shoes. So I put my shoes on, I get like halfway through my work day and I like flipped my shoe off to like scratch my foot or something during the work day. And I realized that my feet really smell. Like I went one, like they don't smell and then they do. And then you got to wash them. And so I went like one day over. It's like, you know, when your hair gets too long and it's like that, there's a definitive day. Isn't that so, does that happen? I think we've talked about this. Does that happen to women too? Yeah. Where your hair just starts fine, driving you nuts. Fine, fine, fine. Need Terrible. a haircut 11 days ago. Yeah. Worst day. So it's like that with the shoes and I, which is fine. I put my shoe on and then I'm like, oh my God. I have a doctor's appointment where I have to be in stirrups today <laughs> and it's oh, right after no, work. Sis. So there's going to be someone with my stinky feet near their face. Like, do I both explain fi- both it? feet? They're going to have stink in stereo, both feet. And as of last week at my doctor's office, they no longer masks aren't required. So oh, before, no. It would have been fine. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm totally panicking. And my coworkers were trying to give me advice. Like, okay, go find like the alcohol wipes. Like there's always alcohol wipes at doctor's offices. Like go find them and like wipe down your feet and the smell of the alcohol should do that. Or or use the restroom in the medical building because, you know, they always have that pink soap. That that is super. It smells horrible, but it takes the smell out of everything. It's I I kind of like the smell of it, it, but it's a really it's a very to me it's the smell of clinical. Of, yeah, yeah, it's a very clinical smell. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this, and luckily I looked in my purse. I'm like, what could I use to, like to put between like my foot and the show or whatever. And at the very bottom of my giant purse, I had a pair of like Pilates socks or like bar socks that you use to work out, um, instead of being barefoot. And I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Then got to the doctor's office and I took my shoes off, but the shoes still smelled. So I was like, do I turn them over? So it's not like emitting in this woman's face. Yeah. Even though I, like I solved, so the socks solved that problem. Yeah. I can't do that again. I can't go over the day. <laughs> I cannot go over the day. There was a day I crossed the line. So are they in the wash now? Uh, they're in the pile outside of the laundry room. So okay. yeah, I got to put them in like today before I wear them again. Do you think there would be, cause the smell of the doctor's office, right? Is the, or the smell of the doctor's office soap is very, is a very identifiable smell. Mm-hmm. Are there enough smells that we could do a thing where, where, we blindfold each other and you don't identify the smell and you don't say, Oh, that's soap. You identify the environment because on Wednesday 
As soon as Ellie blew out the candles on her birthday cake, I said that in the smoke, you know, you're like, I'm like, that is a childhood birthday. It smells like birthday. Birthday candles smell like kids' birthdays. I could pick out the Home Depot smell in a lineup. Yes. Home Depot for sure. Subway. Every Subway That's restaurant. That's true. It smells like bread. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. not bread. Not like, I don't know. I feel like you crapped on Subway yesterday. It I did. did. It, it, smells, it smells like, it doesn't smell like good bread. It I think it smells delicious. Oh, you do? Yeah. Mm. To me, it, does, it smells, to me, there's a bakery in Syracuse where I grew up um, that we used to go to and get Italian bread. Mm-hmm. We went there last time yeah, we were in I remember. Syracuse. And we would take it up to my grandparents. My grandparents lived about my mom's. It's parents. like on the backside of a little building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I could pick out that smell. I could pick out the smell of a movie theater. Because mm, of the popcorn or you mean the actual theater theater? Um, cause of the popcorn, like right when you walk in and you get that whiff of movie theater and it's the same every single time. But is that a different popcorn smell? See, I don't know. I might, I no. might have to take issue with that because Mm-mm. they that, all smell the same, but they had a popcorn machine at trunk or treat. That's fine. But there's something about, I don't know if it's cause like movie theaters are carpeted. Like there's a very distinct movie theater smell. Um, like a, like a Coca-Cola from McDonald's yes. tastes different than any other Coca-Cola anywhere on the planet. Yes, I could pick you're, it out. You're saying the same thing about the movie theater popcorn. Yes. Has the same uniqueness as a McDonald's Coke. It just hits different. Okay. There was another one that I was thinking of. What is it? I totally forgot, but it was a well, really now we, good one. Now we don't have to do the blindfold thing because we've just, we've done Oh my all. gosh, this is going to drive me nuts. It was on like the tip of my brain. I should have written the, it down. The obvious one is the the cinnamon rolls in a, in a shopping mall, the Cinnabon. You know, when you're within, oh, mm-hmm. within when you're within, within 50 yards of the food court. Yeah. The overwhelming smell oh of cinnamon. gosh, I'm really upset that I like cannot remember. I'm telling you, have talked about it before. Remembering that you've forgotten something is the worst kind of torture. Because you know it's there. Uh, speaking of torture, I don't know, where did I put this story? Um, that's a, that's probably the first time that transition's been used. I know, on the right? Speaking, Speaking of torture. Speaking of torture, um, the FAA released some data about complaints that they received, the Federal Aviation Administration, about commercial air travel. And of the 26,000... Oh, a library. That's what it was. The smell of a library. Uh, it has to be a school library. Or smell of a book. Like a, a library book. Yeah. It's that, so distinct. It is distinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Sorry, so, continue. No worries. Okay, so the FAA released all these comments about, or complaints rather, about shrinking airline seats because they want feedback from the public. This is something that people are complaining about more than any other topic, or it's the, it's the hot button topic of the moment. So the FAA is, is, is asking Everybody, even people who don't complain. Have you noticed this? Do you see this? Whatever. They're asking for feedback. Somebody broke it down and saw that of the 26,000 complaints released, about 200 of them actually used the word torture. <laughs> like they def- they they said. That's that it- a lot of different people using the word torture. Yeah. About the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would even have. You don't even need. If 200 people are all describing something as torture. You don't need public feedback on that. It's torture. 
right? I mean, I personally don't think an airline seat is torture. That said, I haven't traveled in two and a half years, so it's not fresh on my mind. I would, one, I'm bigger than you are. Two, the airline seats, it's, you shouldn't be able, if you're in the middle seat, you shouldn't have to touch both people. I agree on that. And the world is getting bigger. Like people are getting fatter. So if anything, they should be getting bigger, but they're trying to make more money. So they're making right. it smaller. Mm -hmm. Anywho. So as soon as I read the word torture, my first thought was, oh my gosh, I can't think of anything I would complain about that I would describe as torture. As soon as I had that thought, I'm like, oh yes, something happened to me last week. And while it was happening to me, I had the thought, this is torture. What? This is the worst type of torture ever. I was calling about, it was about insurance, customer service line, and they had to transfer me to a different department because that's what they do, you know? Mm -hmm. And so torture number one was I was transferred three times and in each step of the way I had to reaffirm all of my information. You know? Oh, yeah. Even though the call was coming from inside the building. They're like, hey, buddy, it's Dave. I got, you know, Kelly Dollar on the line. They're like, hi, Kelly, how are you? Great. Okay, can you tell us your grandmother's maiden name and date of birth and mm -hmm. name of your first cat and, you know, the city you graduated, your high school mascot and blah, 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 and pick out every picture that has a motorcycle in it and bleh. And then they transfer me again. I had to do it all over again. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even the worst part of the call. During the second transfer, the guy said to me, okay, I'm going to transfer you up to invoicing. I'm going to stay on the line till you get connected. 12 minutes. Oh, I had to make small talk with whoever it was, Jake from State Farm. Mm -hmm. About He's like, yeah, well, how's the weather where you are? All I wanted to do was hit speaker and mute and read my email. But yeah. I couldn't because he was a chatty Kathy. That is torture. For me, inefficient lines. Like if you're waiting in line for something. Yeah. And the other day I was waiting in line to check out somewhere. And there were like three people in front of me. There was one cashier. And the woman at the checkout line. Customer or employee? Customer. Had like 45 questions about different things. Yeah. And I'm like, love you, lady. One, read the room. Yeah. Two, find a different time. There's 20 people in line. Like, yeah. we got to keep this line moving. Um, so inefficient lines. And the thing that I hate the most, and I don't know why, is waiting in a car wash. Oh, you do hate I, the car wash. I mean, hate with a capital H. It, it, why it is seems, the car wash? Um... Maybe because it's like noisy and I don't, I just don't like waiting, which is funny because like my whole life right now is waiting at doctor's and, offices and waiting other places. But and you're talking about the car. You're not talking about like the drive through, you know, rainbow suds place that no, smells no, no, like no. bubble gum. You're talking about the one, there's one near us where, where you pull, you get out of the car. They vacuum the inside of your car. They armor all of the Yeah, on but sitting there waiting Kelly on that just and won't watching. Go to it. Oh my gosh, I, I I ask Jeff to do it all the time for me because I'm just like I can't I can't I don't know why that just it seems I don't know. Do you know um, that car wash 
I don't know if they're still doing it. Maybe because car washes are never enjoyable places to be. You know what I, I mean? There's the no car. comfy chairs. It smells like chemicals. Hmm. I don't know. You love it. You can do it. Thank you for washing my car. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Yesterday, the eye doctor told me I was colorblind. Let me tell you, that diagnosis came right out of the purple. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. No matter what you are wearing this holiday season, Rothy's is here for you. Dressy outfits, cozy outfits, cold weather outfits, whatever. But no outfit is complete without a great pair of shoes. And if you don't have Rothy's yet, the time to dive in is now. For chic and comfortable flats that can be easily dressed up, and dress down for any kind of gathering, shop Rothy's. And after your holiday partying is all over with, come home and put on some cozy merino wool slippers that were just released from Rothy's. It's a great way to wind down. And I feel like after this holiday season, we're all gonna wanna be comfy, right? Rothy's shoes are the most comfortable shoes. Now, my gripe with flats before I became a Rothy's customer was that they were constantly rubbing my feet, they would smell, and then they would be worn out and they have a shelf life and then you have to retire them. Well, not with Rothy's because they are machine washable, right? So every time they start to get maybe like a little bit smelly, um, I throw them in the wash on a delicate cycle, let them air dry, and it's like having a brand new pair of shoes every single time. I have had my Rothy's for years and they still look like they did right when they came out of the box and they are incredibly comfortable. There is no break in period with these shoes. Get stylish shoes, versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. A brand new limited edition Pizza Bites flavor is here. They're called Tex-Mex Chicken Taco Bites. These Pizza Bites have spiced chicken, roasted peppers and onions, and a proprietary original unique to Pizza Bites original fajita sauce. Pizza Bites by Snow Days have all of the flavor of the Pizza Bites that you had as a little kid with none of the nasty snuff. And I love this because this is one of our family's favorite foods. We always have Snow Days Pizza Bites in our freezer. They're easy to throw in the air fryer for a snack for us. They're healthy enough to throw in the air fryer for a snack for Ellie at any time. And right now you can get 10% off their brand new flavor, Tex-Mex Taco Bites. Plus you can get an additional two pack of original Pizza Bites for 50% off go to snowdays.com slash upside s-n-o-w-d-a-y-s dot com slash upside for the most delicious tex-mex chicken taco bites for you at a great discount snowdays.com slash upside this episode is sponsored by better help online therapy 
If you're like me, sometimes you get really focused on the problems. It's like you're standing in front of a mountain and it seems really daunting to even take the first step. And honestly, you're a little nervous to take a step because you don't know what the right decision is. Well, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in life, but therapy has really helped me become a better problem solver in my own life because it's so nice to take a problem that you have to sit and talk with a licensed professional counselor and start thinking like a problem solver. When you learn how to find your own solutions, there is no better feeling and a therapist can help you get there. BetterHelp is making it super easy. I have been in therapy for over 10 years and it was really incredible because you walk in either not knowing what to expect or kind of just feeling like, okay, maybe this won't work for me. And a good therapist can change your life like they have changed mine. It can help you unload stress. It can help you heal emotionally. It can help with anxiety and depression. Or if you don't know what's off, but you're just feeling off, it can help with that too. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime if there's one that doesn't work out for you. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash upside today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit callieandjeff.com. On Wednesday night, Mosh who hosts the Mo News podcast, set Instagram on fire with one story that he shared. Actually, I don't even, I don't even know the original source story. All I know is that there were hundreds of comments. He has them all saved in a highlight. It started with the debate over whether or not you need a top sheet on your bed. I saw two interesting debates. One was that, and people feel very strongly, I am a top sheet stan. It is a must. It is a requirement. There is no other option. It's weird to me to not have a top sheet. But there's a whole, there's there's a whole, you know, cult of people who are anti-top sheet. And so they that was a big part of the conversation. The other one is there are an, an inordinate amount of people who are married and sleep in the same room in the same bed, but their bed is actually two twin beds pushed up next to each other so they can have two completely different sheet sets. Oh, that is weird. So Wouldn't you fall in the cracks? But, uh, or you just don't touch each other? I mean, I don't think we would, like, we don't touch each other while we're, like, I don't think we would fall in the cracks if we did that. I know, but sometimes you get all cute and you roll, like, onto my side and, like, Give me a little snuggle. <laughs> what, how, what, what a terrible awakening that would be. The bed sliding apart, bonk, right on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but people do that because if one person's a top sheeter and one person's not, if one person's at a warm sleeper and the other one's not, you know, so you've mm-hmm. got two, it's basically two beds, but you're still together. Then, so that was weird. Then the third one that blew my mind that I can't believe is real, that I almost wonder if Mosh is making it up for clicks. But there are people, couples, who don't have sides of the bed. That is false. So they just Nobody go, doesn't have a side of the bed. They just go into the room at mm-hmm. night 
And wherever and, you land, you land. And whoever goes to bed, I guess whoever gets into bed first picks their side and then the other person picks the other side. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. How? What? Like, you have nightstands and you have lamps. Yeah. And you have indentations that, and your pillows. Yeah. No, that is absolutely unacceptable. It was, I, I was shocked at the, at the, at the sleeping subcultures that revealed themselves on Moshe's Instagram. I was shocked by what Jill posted, who's his co-host a couple days a week, um, when she said there are people that are put on, there are two kinds of people. There are people that put on their socks first, yeah. then their shoes. Yeah. Then there's people who put on sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Weird. No. Socks first, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was like, I saw that. I was like, weirdos. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the majority of the world is normal. I think Moshe is just discovering that Mo News listeners. No, we have a lot of people that don't do top sheets that listen to the show. Really? Mm-hmm. We went into this last year. Yeah. We did like a phase. People are really fired up about it. I remember us talking about it, but was it was it that prevalent? The no top sheeters? Yeah. More, because I expected it to be nobody and- the no top sheeters came in strong. I can, I almost kind of get it in the northeast, like where it's cold. Mm-hmm. But most, like fifty percent of our listeners are in Georgia. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, you need. What do you do when you get warm? As we oh, here are your three random things for today. This one, as we head into the weekend, know that fifty-two percent of people say that they have ended a friendship at some point in their life because the friend supported their favorite team's rival during an important game. <laughs> I, I, You and I are the wrong people to take a side in that because we don't care about sports. So we're like, really? Really? That really happens? I, But the, I think it's more about a friend being a jerk than who the friend is actually rooting for. We have a couple friends who are college football rivals and – the biggest fights of their relationship have happened during that rivalry game. Mm -hmm. One of them walked home <laughs> from a sports bar like 12 miles because he was so mad. They got yep. whatever happened at the game, it turned into such a blowout between the two of them. He's like, I'm leaving and walked out of the bar and realized that, you know, she had the keys or whatever. And he's not going to, humiliate himself by going back in and no, asking for point. So he walked home 12 miles. Your second random. And she didn't, this is the football <laughs> rivalry thing. She didn't come look for him. <laughs> That's what you get. Uh, your second random thing for today is that Starbucks, the holiday menu is out for, well, the Christmas menu holiday, whatever. But um, they didn't add any new drinks this year. They brought back some old ones. The iced sugar cookie almond milk latte is back, which does, I'm going to have to try because that sounds delicious. Does pumpkin spice go away? Is it? Are we done with that? I think we're done with it. Okay. I don't know. That Maybe it goes through Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, uh, other returning favorites, peppermint mocha, caramel brulee latte, which sounds great. What did you call it? Caramel brulee. Creme brulee? Caramel brulee. Caramel brulee? Yes. What is caramel brulee? I don't know, but that's what they're saying. It's on the Starbucks press release. Uh, chestnut praline latte, toasted white chocolate mocha. That sounds delicious. And Irish cream cold brew. They are adding a new food item, which Jeff, you're going to turn your nose up at this. Chocolate pistachio swirl. 
Yeah, not a pistachio fan. Chef doesn't do pistachio, so. What if the um, caramel brulee thing is a typo? Like the whoever the person who typed the press release is messed up, and it's supposed to be creme brulee, but now Starbucks nationwide has to add a caramel brulee to the menu? They would turn it around really quickly, and I'm sure it would be delicious. Your third random thing is some some encouragement, some inspiration, some good vibes, because the Powerball is, is it the Powerball or the Mega Millions? It's the Powerball, right? Mm-hmm. $1.5 billion. Nobody won it again, This either of the drawings this week. So the next drawing, $1.5 billion, billion. Uh, a Delaware woman bought three scratch-off tickets on her way home from cashing her $100,000 scratch-off winner. And those other three scratch-off tickets totaled Three hundred thousand dollars in other winners. Some people have all the luck. Those are your three random things. This week's beautiful human alert is from Buffalo, New York, and it's about a couple of middle schoolers. And there's a kid named Mellow Early, and he noticed that there was a kid at school, his middle school, that was being bullied because of his shoes, and he was really, really upset about it. So he went home, and he's like, "Mom." We got to do something about this. This kid, like all the other kids are picking on him because of the shoes that he's wearing. And I don't like it. So I want to give my allowance to buy him a pair of shoes. I want you to take me shopping and I want to get him a pair of shoes and or you can take away one of my Christmas presents and then in order to give him shoes. And I want him to have that. So he gave his friend at school, Melvin Anderson, a brand new pair of Nike shoes so that the kids at school would stop bullying him. And I just, okay, first of all, the empathy in that kid's heart that it made him so upset that he's like, mom, we got to do something about this and willing to give up his allowance and willing to give up his Christmas present so that his mom could help. Like, I, I just feel like, especially for a seventh grade boy, well, like that's, I mean, that's uh, so remarkable. Like what a kind little heart he has. And that's all on the parents too. Yeah. I mean, good on so, the parents because so what an amazing kid. Shout out to the rents. Mellow early. You are this week's beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I have a lot of home projects to do this weekend. Okay. I don't know if I'll get around to all of them, but I feel like we need to box up all of the Halloween stuff. Yeah. We need to clean off like our little outdoor decorations before we put them in the Halloween box, like pack them up. We got to build some stuff. There's a closet downstairs we need to clean out. I have lofty aspirations. Will I get there? Not sure, but that closet downstairs has been a micro anxiety for me for like six months now. Aren't you waiting for me to build that little Shelf yeah, from I am. I am Jeff Dollar, but I got, I got the shelf like a month and a half ago. You got the shelf like two weeks ago. No, 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 no. Look at your receipt. Over a month ago, and like I just three, needed like to be done. Ago. So I'm going to build it myself, probably. Hey guys, this is Heather. I am dying at Mrs. Nichols and Mr. Dimes and their children, the quarters. I just wanted to share a story with you about Halloween. When I was growing up, we were so terrible, we would dress up two or three times and hit the neighborhood two or three times in different costumes and get two to three times the candy. So maybe that's a uh, pro tip or maybe that's uh, a red flag. (laughs) Maybe.
a bad kid. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. I have my caraway pots and pans. And now going on my Christmas list is the caraway bakeware set because I have been cooking without the bakeware set. I've been baking a lot lately and it is really hard to clean. I know that there's chemicals in what I'm using and I want to get rid of all of that. And I have been so happy with my caraway purchases that I've made. I have the four piece cookware set. Now they've taken the 16 piece set that we all know and like think that we need and boiled it down to four pieces. Now I thought I was going to miss those extra pieces and I got to tell you, I have not missed them at all. In the set is a fry pan, a saute pan, a saucepan, and a Dutch oven. And all of the sets come with easy access storage solutions so that there's zero stacking required and gone are the days of misplacing your lids. The bakeware set is something I'm asking for for Christmas. It is an assortment of non-toxic baking essentials, every modern kitchen needs, and you can get to your goods without all the bad stuff in them. That is what originally drew me to the caraway pots and pans. They have this great, beautiful slick coating that is really easy to clean. It has a chemical-free ceramic coating, and you are going to love this cookware. You'll love the bakeware. I am really excited to have it on my Christmas list this year. Visit carawayhome.com slash the upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash the upside or use code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Hey guys, it's Marissa. Um, you definitely have had this conversation about the turkey on the show. Two years. Um, You've done a tenderloin last year and maybe the year before and talked about how you're not doing turkey. Nobody likes it. So I'm with Jeff that we've definitely had this conversation before. So just you're not alone, Jeff. I think we feel that way as well. I think. I don't know. Maybe somebody can find the episode. Have a good day. Bye, guys. You guys absolutely talked about not doing turkey last year. I think you did it, and you do something else, and you talked about it in detail. A lot of people are doing the same. My family, we just always go and get Italian on Thanksgiving, because none of us like Thanksgiving food. Um, also, a little, uh, little uh, rude to call your guest strays on Thanksgiving. Um, it did make me laugh, though. Uh, okay, bye, guys. Good morning and happy belated birthday to Ellie. Hope you had a fantastic day at the zoo with your mom and dad. Had lots of cake and got snuggles with your pups. Hey, I'm listening to the September, actually, what what month are we in? November uh, show. And you're talking about Thanksgiving. It is kind of deja vu, maybe because I'm a longtime listener and I've heard this conversation before. But um, anyways, we do turkey on Thanksgiving, a turkey breast, because there's just three of us, um, and a lot easier. But I will tell you, most people eat ham on Christmas, and we do not do ham on Christmas because my son doesn't like it. So I buy Cornish hens. Um, and when he was littler, we would, mom and I, my son, would we would split one of the Cornish hens, um, and then my husband would have the other one. Now we get three, um, and everybody has their own little individual Cornish hen along with the sides. So you guys do you. Um, it's just about being together and having a great time and being grateful for that time together. Enjoy. 
one, I think I'm calling you too much because I just, when I went to call you, you're like number four in my call log, which I'm sorry if I'm annoying you. But anywho, on today's episode, you are talking about the turkey. And Jeff, you are not crazy. You and Callie have spoken about this on the show for the last few years. And I think it started with COVID because you guys were not having people over, I think. And then you realize, let's just do something that we actually like. I think everybody needs to do what is best for them. If you want to have a tenderloin, if you want to eat pizza, if you want to have Oreos. That's what Thanksgiving is about. Thankfulness. All right. Love you guys. Bye. What are your plans for today? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) But you did that yesterday. And I didn't finish it. (laughs)